Don't be doing the subs, bro. You don't the do subs. no subs. Don't be doing that. You People have to come be doing the subs bro. to us, but it's all good. You have to come direct, bro. <laughs> Man's don't come direct in Canada. You know what I'm saying? That's just I mean, the truth. Not at, well. <laughs> so, you can't say. Damn, all right. Some people, some, <laughs> some people do. Some people do. Not everybody. Man. Majority of people they are. Come little, direct man. in a Canadian way. See yeah, I saying? guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's watered down. If you want to keep it real, yo, don't be flashing your strap on the ground. That's really hot. Like, that's really hot. I mean, I come. Don't, don't we, I mean, I mean. I don't know how old everybody else is. I know mm. I come from an era, and I'm 32, so I'm not like. Mm. But when niggas pulled their gun out, it was it was <laughs> it wasn't to just show a just nigga to show you got it. a gun. Yeah. yeah, it was to actually do something. <laughs> you know what time it was. Yeah. So you you would you would do everything in your power not to even get there because it's one mm-hmm. of those. It's like there's no coming back. There's no like I'm not gonna front. I'm not gonna pull a knife out on you. Don't actually, wanna, mm-hmm. there was morality back then when it came to that kind of lifestyle compared to what it is now. People are just completely reckless. Disgusting, I feel. man. But okay, but knowing what we know now, mm-hmm. and you look back at how we used to fucking do, like how y'all feel about that? Mm, like you're talking about the streets or like yeah, I'm, like even us saying like yo, when the nigga pull out a gun, he was yeah. gonna hurt you, but like. Think about, like like I said, I don't know how old everybody else is. Mm. If you got families. and like Think about that impact now and as a grown man and look back in your younger days and, and mm. analyze that a bit. Mm. What, would, what would you tell the, the younger generation? Honestly, the I'll younger version the of yourself. Younger version? Mm. I mean, those times when the younger <laughs> version of myself, knowing about guns, how my... My parents were with it. Mm. It was very serious. Yeah. If anything with a gun was involved, mm-hmm. the family and the people that were around me took it very seriously. Nowadays, what I tell my younger self is to actually listen to what my parents were saying and actually understand that that environment is very serious and it's not a game. People think this life is a game, especially children. We're so innocent, right? Yeah, yeah in fact. We think we could do anything yeah. mm-hmm. until somebody gets hurt. So... I would just continually tell myself to to listen and actually appreciate the people around you trying to make you be in a better position mm-hmm. instead of trying to be don't, in the, you know. Don't fall for the trap. <laughs> it's called a trap for a reason. Right? No, right? You know it's I mean? called like, a trap for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. spill that you guys just heard uh, i got these three great gentlemen in the studio in here with me um and you got to hear a little bit of that that wasn't even planned we just started talking that's 10 minutes i don't know how much of you guys tuning in um will get to hear that but that goes to show you like we've started a conversation uh in the way that you know what i mean like, i like to put people around and just to see where they are mentally uh and of course so um just to spark things up what up what up what up what up thanks again for tuning in this is Deactivated podcast, of course, your boy Ebu live and direct. We're inside the Activate Podcast Studio. I got my man's in here. We're drinking some Remy, so ain't no telling what's gonna come out of this conversation. Mm. But strap up, get mm-hmm. ready. Uh, let's take a, a, a little toast. A little uh, toast. Toast. What are we toast yeah. into? Um, success. Blackness. Success. Mm-hmm. Black power. Uh, black Black's power, power yes. man. Movie yes, making man. and all that. So, without no further ado, my guest mm-hmm. in the studio, of course. Um, I had to Google him a bit. We've been going back and forth because this was happening a long time ago, and then I had some personal things happen. I got a flood happen, and shit got fucked up. But better late than never. Uh, I've been looking forward to this conversation, even more so mm-hmm. 
this little ten minute spill that we yeah. had before that I'm like, okay. Yeah. It makes know. sense. <laughs> it makes sense why we're here. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So yeah. I'm gonna introduce uh not that it um not that it matters anything like that, the main guest, but we'll go around. We got two uh other fellows in here with us and I like for them to give us a little um spill about themselves to elevate the pitch however um people put his ass so mm -hmm. i got the ceo of mayor wood studio mm -hmm. he's a director yeah yes sir author mm -hmm. um and also one thing that that intrigued me um founder of black in power blacks mm -hmm. blacks in power yeah and then I, I started to you know go through the instagram thing. i was like oh shit like mm -hmm. this is this is deeper than than what it appears to be and these mm -hmm. are conversations that i love to have on the platform so mm -hmm. uh ladies and gentlemen big up to uh cj cj Myers. Mm -hmm. you got it right Yo, i hope i didn't wrong. <laughs> yeah, i mean yeah, i always get it wrong right? <laughs> <laughs> before i introduce I the claps <laughs> i was like let me make sure uh and you know what's crazy is that yeah. because on, this is on the side note but i introduce so many people i host weddings and things like that mm -hmm. like Two seconds before people give you a name and you gotta go in front of them. Yeah, like fuck it. So you're like, ah, uh, but man, yeah. thank you for coming. Appreciate, appreciate it, man. you appreciate for pulling you up. Us. How you feeling, man? Feeling good, man. You know, it's been a good week. Mm. We, we just literally came off filming our latest movie, and now we come in here. The energy's good. You know what I'm saying? You, you're natural at this, man. Yeah, this <laughs> you guy, really you're, na you're natural at this. Really I can't are, lie. Like, you, you really it, it's good, it's nah, good vibes, man. It's good vibes in the studio. You know what I'm saying? Good vibes. You know exactly what he's doing. I'm like, no money on uh, G98.7, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm like everything. Yeah. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. You know what he's doing. You um, know what to the right of me, but people listening, it won't matter mm -hmm. to you, but mm -hmm. I wanted to allow my... Um, my other guy beside me, we were, we were wearing matching sweatsuits. Mm -hmm. um, for some reason, um, wasn't even planned. They, they call it a whole suit. Really? No. Really? Yeah. Somebody. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's what you yeah. That's why I took the top off. I see what you mean, but I don't know. Like, yeah. I guess. Now, you I, this think about is, it though. So now every time I wear, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm like conscious about it. But yeah. uh, please introduce yourself to the audience mm -hmm. and, you know, give us, I don't know, fun fact, whatever you want to do. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Damn. I feel, like I feel like I'm in school right I'm now. Spot. Yeah, I'm in school right First day. Uh, just, it's Micah Davis. Uh, I don't have much to say, man. Just, just trying to enjoy the vibe, man, you know? Just... Mm -hmm. First time on a podcast, actually, so you know I'm just trying to just warm up to it. But big up, you will see more of me. Whoever's listening, you you'll see more of me. You'll see me too, for sure. Yeah, Maybe sure. TV. We don't know. We don't, anything, man. Yeah, it might something's see coming. In a suit, <laughs> something's you coming. might see me in a suit selling houses. I don't. Yeah. You, you, you don't know. You never know. You, you never, never know. know. You never know. Yeah. Appreciate that. Mm -hmm. um, my guy in front of me, I've, I, which I've happened to, um, I wanted to big, uh, give a big shout out to um, North. Oh man, I'm. I've, I've, I'm gonna butcher this. No. Uh, North Lab. No, North Toronto. You know what? Let me just look it up. You know yeah, what? Up. It's you okay. Say, my, you don't want to say the other one. You don't want to say the other one. There's what? a there's a, know, there's a there's a new name and you don't want to say the old name. Oh, there's okay, a new okay, name. Okay, okay, okay. That's now, what. What was the new name? That's the one I'm not supposed to say. The new name. So it's like a sorry. Yeah, like a my bad. Yeah, I mean, don't kill me for respect the North. Oh yeah, that's yeah, okay, that's okay, okay. yeah, that's, that's the right way. Yeah, <laughs> we, good, we, good, we good, we good, we good. money, right? Respect the north. That's what it is. Damn, I know it was north, and then yeah. it, it slipped out. So big shout out to them. Um, I've actually done an episode. I've done a couple of shout out to uh, Joel. Does hit me up. We we stayed in contact, and he put that together. I went there as a guest. So shout out to him. Um, and so my guest in the cross from me is where my first uh, seeing you was was yeah. on there. Uh, you've done. 
uh, to be honest podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what it's called. See, my memory sometimes it works. Yeah, right there. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, um, yeah, please go ahead, introduce yourself. Let us know what's up. Sure thing, brother. Uh, my my name is Meshack Davis. I'm actually an actor and a filmmaker, but mm-hmm. I have done some podcasts okay. on the side or work with you, and that's where I met you. And um, I'm all, I've also been doing YouTube mm-hmm. with CJ Mears here, mm-hmm. the director and author, since we were about 16. So mm-hmm. we've been trying to build up back. this whole... Yeah, we go way back. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, ever since we was young, we was just really trying to always independently make original films. Really? And yeah, that's okay. all we always wanted to do. And now we're here. So, I mean, niggas want to rap. Yeah. I mean, we wanted to do those things too. Don't get it twisted, man. You know what I mean? But we also wanted to do a lot of... The things that you, whoops, we also wanted to do a lot of things that you would expect somebody else to do for yeah. us to do ourselves. So if it had to deal with music, we wanted to make our own music for mm-hmm. our films. If it was to be the sounds, we want to make our own sounds. Action, we want to do it. Yeah. We kind of wanted to do everything about film originally, like us, our ideas, and nobody else. But obviously at this point, we're building a team and getting a lot of people together. So yeah. everything that's happening right now is just... It's just going the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Man, I love it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, the reason why I love it is because, once again, I think that everybody's chasing the same dreams. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, you get kind of like in a bottleneck where everybody's kind of like forcing themselves into one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know for us growing up, it was, you, you know, if you didn't want to rap, what the fuck was yeah, you doing? Like, you know what I mean? That's <laughs> actually different. <laughs> uh, 50, 50 and Young Jeezy makes you think that you could be old and rap at yeah. the same time. Yeah. So, everybody was, was catching up or at least try to rap at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, but to right. hear that you guys was actually like... Yeah, like probably maybe even aspire to do those things, but actually, like, yo, we've been trying to do this movie making thing, thing for yeah, a long yeah. time. Um, you know, respect to y'all for that because mm. I, I've even recently started to to tap into that world, like mm-hmm. getting into cameras, filming, and as you can see, I got a lot of stuff here, investing yeah, in, and things like that. Um, so even me, I'm like, damn, like I'm I'm just tipping. I, I'm not even at one percent mm-hmm. because every day you start to learn something new, which right. is um, dope that you guys actually mm-hmm. been. Uh, on this journey for a long time which makes sense as to why you've uh you have a movie coming out mm-hmm. right yeah called three to one three to one yes yes sir we'll get right into it like you want to tell us yeah. a little bit about that what inspired that movie that specific idea had the idea for a while now came around 2019 ish i'll say around there mm-hmm. um I always love action movies, but I always love drama, mystery, and crime movies as well, especially like detective movies. So mm-hmm. more on the lines of like Seven. Yeah. And after watching Seven, I was like, yeah, like we got to do, you know, the buddy cop type. That's yeah, a no bad movie stuff. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. now it's like, let's get some brothers in the main yeah, roles. You know this, what I mean? All black cats. All black the fuck. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's, that's <laughs> all black. <laughs> that's black what, only black want. ties, man. Yeah, only black, black ties. Black suits. You know what I'm saying? Black people. Why not? You know what I mean? And I know like. We use we use our skin tone, our skin color to our advantage now. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I know that not only just putting black people in the main cast is gonna sell it, it's the fact that you're from Canada now. Yeah. So it's like you expect if you don't see that, you expect it to come from Americans. So you're like, Okay, yeah. All right, we expect that. That's cool, but mm-hmm. we expect that. But now you're coming from Canada yeah. and you're doing this, you know what I mean? So it's like that's what really what I wanted. I wanted it to be all black. And I'll say really it was seven and a few other, you know, murder mystery films. I always like plot twists and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. that's what really inspired the the project. But um script writing process started and then I came up with the concept and I knew what I wanted to do from the beginning. I wanted it to be an isolated film. Um, pretty much the same location, takes over the place of a maybe I say about a day. 
uh, small cast because we're you know we're working on a budget. We're doing this independently. You know what I'm saying? We ain't, we don't Usually have when you say budget, like I mean a lot of niggas yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the truth, the truth, the truth be told. True, but hey, I re- no, I respect that. You know what I'm saying? No, I respect. I respect. And we still found ways to compensate the That's actors and stuff in the film. Like you know what I mean? But yeah. also it's just like realistically with COVID and stuff like that. Like we, we can't be really be going out and doing everything full fledged. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And you so got shot difficult. We shot during, during COVID. Yeah. yeah, we actually shot the, everything during COVID. Pretty yeah. much. And you still are shooting. And we still are right. So. <laughs> Um, synopsis, you know, uh, pretty much what happens is the son of a wealthy family is murdered at a house party and the government sends two agents to investigate the murder and the murder, the suspects are brought down to three. So we have three suspects. So pretty much the film is three suspects, two agents, and then one killer. We're trying to find a killer among these three suspects. Mm. And that's why the title, that's where the title comes from. Three, two, one, pretty much. And uh, yeah, I'm not gonna get too too into yeah, detail yeah, but about that's what that's the that's the tip of the iceberg, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And both of you guys are in the movie. All of actually, you're, all of us are in the movie. Are he yes, the guy who's actually he plays Chris Jones. Chris, Chris Jones. He's, he's the, the one that gets that, murdered. Yeah, he's the person. And then we are the two government agents. The, yeah. yeah. So I remember because I seen you guys in mm-hmm. uh, in the trailer that you sent me. Yes. Um, my bad. I don't remember if I seen you, but then again, like people are, um, would. Depending on how you dress and things like that, I might yeah. not have paid yeah, attention I mean, it does to look it. Different, mm-hmm. though. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So now, even you saying that, like, just mm-hmm. to get a deeper understanding, like, people think movies are just about like, oh, let's get cameras. Yeah. But there's actually, and I've learned that recently when mm-hmm. people started inviting me to their video shoots mm-hmm. for me to just whatever be part of a cameo, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and then I was like. Yo, for a three minute video, sometimes you spend in two days. Yeah, 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 <laughs> for yeah. Three, for three minutes, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, right um, about that. Writing That's script right. and everything, and and you've done all of that by yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. And sure um, you. you know what it really was is just like having the ability to do it. Like people ask me, it's like, how do you do that? And I'm like, honestly, it's always been there. You know, it started from wrong. He mentioned it. We've been doing this a while. A long time. Before YouTube, we would always link up and always, you know, come up with concepts, ideas. It's really things weird, to yeah. Just <laughs> things to do, things to do that, like, 10-year-olds shouldn't be doing. Like, right. who are you to say you see, we're going to do all this and that? You know what I'll I mean? I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll, I'll explain it a bit. You mm. see how in today's generation, everybody's with technology. We mm. were those kids that really actually used our imagination. Like, we yeah. were really creative. Like, we actually used to role play. That's why we yeah. knew this was something we wanted to do. Yeah. This guy, I'm telling <laughs> so you, he would used to write out scripts for us to do yeah, yeah. and we and would we actually act it out young. because like yeah. we always would see movies and we were movie fanatics so yeah, we yeah, always yeah. wanted to yeah, imitate yeah, what sure. we've seen so from young we were always creating these ideas mm-hmm. and trying to actually like act them out and and play them out in in our own life yeah. and make it seem like we were actually playing the roles but nobody's there to see yeah, we yeah. were our own audience like, <laughs> those we times used, but... we used to have like like barbecues or whatever we used to go to each other's houses and like we just yeah. literally like have like scripts just act them all out. Just like, act them out. From everybody. Just cause. Just cause. And why we love yeah. action? Because we used to fight all the time. Oh, yeah. We used to love wrestling. We always <laughs> yeah. wrestled. Yeah. To, this day, we still fight. to this day, we yeah. still yeah. fight. <laughs> 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 Re- wrestling was my thing. I, it, mm. I completely got turned up when I found out it was fake. Yeah. That ruined it. That ruined it. No, that really ruined it. to me was like, what? Because I remember I broke my arm. Imitating wrestling and whatever. Right? Like So that's how that's how deep I took it. And then I found out like WWE is fake? mean that should look real i remember you used to come on um <laughs> it was lit though it was i don't it know if lit. they have I'll the channel here it was like channel it's like sports. i think it's upn yeah i grew up in the u.s so it was it, it was upn it was thursday every 
every Thursday at 8 p.m. Smackdown. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you, know, you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was like, damn. Like, I think yeah. I, I watched that religiously. Trust I had me, the man. toys. Jeff Hardy. And I found out um, shit was fake. That shit broke my heart. <laughs> I ruined it still. I, that broke, I think that broke everybody's heart yeah. when they found out that shit. I was like, what? They knew who's going to win before? Yeah, like, yeah. Imagine, like, like Steve uh, Stone Cold Come coming down, down with yeah. the beard. With the beard. <laughs> with the rock. Did they ever, did they ever have a better system on that? It's a real business. It's literally... What we're talking about mm-hmm. is acting. You yeah. know what I mean? And Flex. even what's his name really? Uh The Rock, when he got into Hollywood, he talked about it more. Like you could really see how he was built for to be an actor. The transition yeah. was seem- it was, it was seamless. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you could tell, like when I saw him, even when I look back at him now, like in the ring back in like oh three, oh four when he was in WB, you could tell like he had the personality and he, he really did. took it serious, Flex. you know? So it's like when you, I found out it was fake, I'm like, yo, that's sad. But I'm like, I actually had a respect for them too, because yeah. I'm like, you guys are all actors. And not only are you acting, you're fighting. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you have that's, to that's choreograph the fight. They're and, pretty much you know really good stunt doubles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really yeah. good stunt doubles. Just that's all because they're really good stunt doubles because they can actually perform a little bit when they need to. Yeah. Just yeah. in case, you know, the camera was all too much on their face, yeah, but yeah. no, they they're not angle quick. actual switch stunt doubles. Quick. Yeah, they have to switch <laughs> the angle too quick. Like if it was to whoops, be in real film, you yeah. know, they'll have the stunt doubles and try to only use it for a few shots. Like, when you guys got the call or the text or whatever it was to be like, yo, I got this idea. Obviously, you guys done it uh, for a long time. And I think that now uh, when people call me about project, two things I want to know right away. Mm-hmm. How long you need me for? Mm. And is there compensation? <laughs> That's right away. You figure that out. <laughs> you know why? I mean, and, and it's and, and it's and I tell people this all the time. It's like for me, it's, it's not about the money. Mm. But if if I'm enlisting, especially my friends or whatever it is like that I'm doing. And let's say I get a project to work on and they trying to pay me a thousand dollars. And I was like, yo, I could just take 500 and then delegate the other five and just be honest. You're like, listen, yeah, you're not getting whatever, but you're getting exposure. But I also want to put money in my pot on your pocket. Blase, blase. Mm-hmm. What, what was your first, what's the first thing that came to your mind when you got the call about the being part of, or the message to be yeah. part of this project? Ooh. <clears throat> that's a little uh, tricky one there. That's very tricky because <laughs> he, he was like, more than, it was more than just a call. Yeah. I was a part of it the whole time. Okay, so, so you guys sat there and put it together. We okay. pretty much put it together. He, mm-hmm. he okay. did write majority of the script and uh, had the idea itself, but mm-hmm. we did put it together and seen how we thought okay. it could play out the mm-hmm. way it should. He had the idea. We seen that there's a few things we got to tweak, change. change. We mm-hmm. come together, we talk about it, and he's mm-hmm. extremely gifted with his writing skills. I mean, Trust me. Within one week, he had the script, and I'm mm. not going to lie about that. So, I mean, we was ready to go. So you guys were the incubator, the two. Was you part of that, too, or did you get did you get the call after? I, I think I got the call. He, I think yeah. I got the call. Sometimes a part of it just really depends on, like, what it is. Like, usually mm. I'm a part of it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I was. No, I was you part know what of it was? Two, one. I think I was. You know what it was? We, we were originally doing another project mm-hmm. at this what? time, yeah. right before yeah. COVID shut everything down. Yeah. I already had the concept for this project in the back of my head. When COVID shut everything down, we couldn't do that project. So we were working on another movie at this time. And I said, you know what? Let's do a smaller project plan for the end of the year. Yeah. I wrote the script, put it together. I'm like, all right. At that time when we were doing the other project, we had a problem with working with people that were reliable. We couldn't find them. Fact. So I said, okay, you know what? If I'm making a film with six characters, I'm going to cast myself. Even though I don't want to be in it, I'm going to cast myself because I can trust myself and rely on myself. Yeah. I'm going to cast my cousins because I can rely on them to do the things too. Yeah. So that's three out of the six. So, <laughs> so you, you know what 50, I mean? <laughs> like, you 50% yeah. in our, you, yeah. you passed the class. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's what it it's is. independent films yeah. we do, so we got to depend on ourselves yeah. majority of the time. But niggas, even without the, I mean, I, 
not to I, even without the pandemic, niggas can't be trusted. Oh, hundred percent. No, but that's what 100%. I'm saying. It's because Trust me, you the pandemic that made very, it even worse. Really oh, okay, you, you're saying it made yeah. it even okay. okay. Because yeah. not it was it really was like we thought. Oh man, like we just did. Uh, we did. We were just working on a film, and mm-hmm. now we gotta stop this and try to figure out something yeah. else. We just were so driven to like get back what we lost. Mm-hmm. So we're like, he said, "Yo, I got this idea. You know, I had it from time." I'm like, "All right." Let's work on that. We worked mm-hmm. on it for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. We got it ready. Boom. We said, all right, let's get auditions ready. We got the auditions ready. Got people coming in. They're doing auditions. Yeah. We got the people that we wanted to do. We got straight to the rehearsals. And and we were just, from when he had the idea to when we started filming it, that's all we were focused on. <laughs> yeah. Put that's all we were focused on the whole time. This, this, this so guy, no, no, don't worry. <laughs> Cross your arm. So that's what we <laughs> did. You know what I'm saying? It's okay, you know, smack so a couple did. of times. That's 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 part of it. That's right. Um, so and, and then so when that goes, because I know filmmaking, yeah, it's the script and all that stuff. But there's also like obviously you need equipment, lighting, oh, cameras. Yes, you yes. need a crew. Yes. Um, so and and then what was the next step? Did you also have to like enlist maybe some of your friends mm-hmm. in the Cast movie it. industry? Yeah, uh, people that you know might be good with the cameras and things like that. Did you have to uh, do that as well? Yeah. Um, at the time, we already had like what we did was we tried to get as many people in the field as possible that we knew you know to connect and work with. So mm-hmm. we were doing that with Grace Call, and we were fortunate enough to already have uh, connects. Uh, because of the race call and I got noticed and stuff like that. But then when we went to three, two, one, and we switched, I definitely wanted to approach it in a more professional way. I wanted to get more better equipment. Yeah. So we started looking around. We started seeing who we could find. Uh, it's like you know, shout out to Joel. He actually uh, let us use his sound equipment for the film. So the sound is all thanks to him. He's doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So shout hey, man, out to him. Uh, if you're listening, I got your equipment. This guy. <laughs> is that him calling actually look i'll meet you at yorkdale this friday <laughs> but um how long you been yeah. holding up to that a few days few days we caught this saturday we caught we caught this Saturday. but oh, he bro, he, he really me. helped because yeah. the sound was something that from our first film when we did our premiere something i really wanted to build on yeah if it sounds not good then it doesn't really matter how good your video is you know that's what I mean? a fact so we you know he helped out so that was uh sound department also what was crucial was getting uh videography a dp and that right there was something that we would usually do but at this point we're trying to take this more serious we have to focus on the acting and the directing and god knows what else yeah so i said we can't be doing the camera work too and if we are it can't be yeah. our main position yeah, so can. we looked around and we found a very talented woman to do the camera work she has been saucing up yeah, the real. camera work in this for film real. she's been putting in the hours shout out to kiana you already know what it is if you're listening yeah, yeah. you've been doing anything she shout out shout out sorry i was a little late my bad yeah i was a little late my bad she um she's been doing her thing she's sauced up she lent her equipment she's been bringing more equipment every time we shoot she has more equipment and she's willing to help us out whenever so she came in did the camera work we're almost done the film so throughout the whole production she's been dealing with it uh, we got some of our close friends. My boy Kelvin, he's been saucing up the audio work mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Uh, Post production, he's gonna be helping out as well. Um, you know, we got makeup people as well. You know, what I'm saying like what we wanted was to come more professional mm-hmm. before we do it all ourselves or try. And then yeah. if we didn't have it, we just said screw it. 
now we can get connects and get the people. So we just try to get as many people and mainly people of color opportunities to work with us. And we do compensate them, of course, obviously. And the long run is, you know, the main thing is exposure. The exposure is what's going to be gifted to you. Right. But the long run as well is also possible uh, compensation in terms of what we can do with the movie. Yeah. Distribution, streaming, stuff like that. And I believe that everyone that we've gotten, they all believe in the vision. And that's what, like, you had mentioned it earlier. Like, when you, someone comes to you with a pitch or whatever, a project, yeah. you want two things. For me, if I'm going to join on a project, I got to see where it could take me. And mm -hmm. it has to benefit me in some way. And if I, if I believe that, I'm going to yeah. do it. You know what I'm saying? So, that's all I hope that people see when we'll, they work we'll with us. We'll get from that, yeah. Exactly. For you know me, honestly, it's, it's um, even if it doesn't benefit me, mm -hmm. if I'm looking at somebody, especially mm -hmm. a black person, and I'm like, yo, you, you're good for the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. So like that's all I care about because mm -hmm. I'm I pay attention to a lot of people even like people that come on my podcast I get mm -hmm. like I mean I'm not trying to stump but like yeah. there's a reason why I wanted you on it because mm -hmm. I went and did my homework mm -hmm. uh, because people that are good for the ecosystem at least you get a a, a good vibe from them yeah the, those people when they make it they're gonna pull everybody else up with exactly because you don't want to work with somebody even if you're paying me if i'm not inspired you can't pay me enough mm -hmm. yeah, you're right. and that's a position i am financially to say fuck you to a lot of things because mm -hmm. money's not driving me anymore I, exactly. you know i got i figured it out mm -hmm. early mm -hmm. so now it's all about passion projects right yes. like it's all about things um that i'm like this is gonna be good for the ecosystem if you got a video she want me to come do a came if i if i don't like your music mm -hmm. or even don't like what you stand for mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to be attached to things that it doesn't come from the heart for me. Because yeah. once again, if that's not there, then all I'm going to think about is the money. Exactly. And when I think about the money, the money going to come up short. So yeah. guess what? <laughs> so really, is yeah. my interest yeah. to be mm. part of the thing. And I think that's important it's to, when you're so setting true, it up, yeah. like even like creating a platform in the podcast, you got to be intentional about who you're speaking to and things exactly. like that, because this thing spread, right? Like it's one person, two, three uh, so big up to you guys for not only Appreciate cooking that. this and coming together and seeing mm -hmm. uh, a deeper meaning to this and finally be able to execute. I want to shift gears a little bit mm. um, because when I was going through and, and doing my research on you, I came across something that was intriguing to me. Mm. Uh, and, and I think right now in the times that we're in, mm -hmm. uh, you know, with black people starting to tap into uh, their higher self and having greater conversation that are uh, it's going to help us further ourselves, our community. Uh, and some of the works being found of black in blacks in power mm -hmm. that spoke to me in, in, in a very particular way. Mm -hmm. um, and I also want to play a clip because I was looking on Instagram and I saw that you were part of a uh, march. Mm -hmm. uh, so, Mr. Davis, you, you, you're not going to be able to hear the clip, but you probably uh, seen it. So I, I I was I was um, I was watching it and, and I saw the clip and I was like oh okay mm -hmm. and that's when I got into the other platform I was like okay so this guy's not just you know talking these things but he's actually part of the movement and which is important mm -hmm. so I want to play the clip and then let me let me I don't know my history they took our language they took our religion they took everything our culture and we have the right to know. In the four years that I've been out of school, I learned more than the 14 years that I've been in school. And that's crazy. And that's a problem. So we're here today to show the Peel District School Board that we're having this conversation. We're not here to say, oh, this is an American problem. It's not. This is a Canadian issue. It starts in the education system. I'm a victim. Mm -hmm. 
that 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 to me and then when i when i see it and, and like i say a lot of people you know they talk to talk but they don't be in no marches they be on instagram um you know protesting, protesting. but 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 even if you don't go to marches you're part like i said you're part of an ecosystem yeah. right like yeah i'm not marching but like i'm when somebody's putting a project together i could donate 200 mm -hmm. or whatever it is right mm -hmm. um Talk to me first of all. What 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 was this like? What was it? Because I thought it was like Black Lives Matter. Was that part of that? Because uh, I know you're talking about education system yeah. and. It, it I would say it's separate. I would definitely say it's separate. It's something that we're trying to build. Mm -hmm. um, I had organized a protest through the mayor's office of Brampton last year with uh, my good friend Tasia, and a few other the members of the Black Council. Okay. And they had put together all the logistics, getting the, the, the street shut down, all the other stuff that we needed. But we ended up putting the march together, the Appeals March for Justice, just to combat racism in the school board because, you know, we know what it is down here. It's very, very messed up when you look at it. And uh, a lot of people turned out, and it was a great event, but it also opened up the door and a lot of people's perspectives to what's really going on. Um, and what I wanted going forward was I just didn't want it to be one of those Instagram pages that was just for one march or two marches and then it's not really active no more. I wanted it to be a page where, okay, it's we're doing events, but we're also educating people as, in all ways that we can. So, you know, we like to talk about things that I would say the system doesn't want us to know, forbidden knowledge on our roots and our history and, you know, where we come from. And I've mentioned it there. The education system has failed us. And I feel like that's where it starts because if we're yeah. not taught about what we were or what we've done then how do you expect people to have any self-worth or understanding of themselves that's why violence is so strong in our community because these people who are killing each other in the streets they don't understand that they're kings they don't understand that they come from royalty or how strong of an influence or power that that's they have fact, yeah. you know what i mean so obviously they're gonna go out and do foolishness like that if these people knew how strong and powerful spiritually tuned and connected to the world they are they wouldn't be doing that they wouldn't be wasting their lives they wouldn't be falling to drugs or false doctrines and stuff like that and I feel like now with Blacks in Power, I my main goal is eventually, you know, obviously this film thing is the main priority. But, um, you know, when that takes off, then Blacks in Power will be a legit foundation. And I wanted to target four separate uh, issues in the community that I feel like are the main issues. Yeah. I would say one of, one of them, the first one is uh, violence in our community. Obviously, that's something that we need to tackle. The divide between Black men and Black women, that is another one right there. I would say the lack of education on our history in the school board. And then obviously the most obvious one is police brutality. If yeah. we target those four, they obviously go into their own subsections of other things and other yeah. problems. But if we target those main four, I believe that we can create an exodus. We can create a elevated people where we can create general generational wealth and put ourselves in a position where we don't need to rely on the system no more. Pretty much you know create an black, actual black community because mm -hmm. we have a black culture, mm -hmm. but we don't have any community. Mm -hmm. We don't own any hospitals. We don't own any schools. We don't own any stores and businesses where it's a whole community and a collective of people bringing money into the community in and out. And they, these are things that black people should know is how much money is coming into our community and yeah. out of our mm -hmm. community. Facts. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I feel like uh, my guy, you've been quiet. I, I know, like, I, I, I was no, no, no. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, that's I'm not trying to put you on the nah, spot, nah, but obviously you could, you could, you could, and this is what this is about, right? Mm -hmm. It's about something that'll get the wheels turning mm -hmm. because, like I said, like a lot of us might be thinking we're doing things or whatever it is, but it's like, it's not oh wait, what? I yeah. thought I was doing something. Yeah, then yeah. I come across what you're doing. Now mm -hmm. I want to tap into it, or even if I hear things in the community, I was like, yo. Mm -hmm. I know CJ does this shit already. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yo, we're looking for a black movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, she she just shoot movies. Yeah. Let me let me connect them with 
um because i got ties with different organizations like they look oh we got the guy for for the thing and yeah let's tap into it like so because i think building community it takes more than just the annual barbecue that we do and those are fun yeah mm-hmm. i'm not just i'm not discrediting it that's important mm-hmm. for us to have a day when we come out and we have pure fun but we have to sort of start to break these things and more recently uh, um somebody that i knew got shot and i don't know maybe you guys know him uh he goes by the name of chevy guy got shot it was like in um fleming Mm. um he and and he was into fashion he wasn't Mm. even a street guy he just happened to he he probably knew the guy went there and Mm. then out of everybody else he's the one that unfortunately passed away got a 10 year old daughter um and you know i I knew the guy from the, the the neighborhood that i used to be around and he was nothing to do with violence mm-hmm. but you know he his life get taken mm-hmm. right and we're the same age like you can't you can't help but to just sit there like like that affects me right because like i can remember a time when we we're like sitting like this together and mm-hmm. and you know he did a clothing launch and i still got the t-shirt he gave me and i still wear it and mm-hmm. to hear that that person is no longer here to fulfill or pursue that, yeah. what they were meant to be in is because of a lot of unstable unstable situation we have in the community it's like damn you like like how do we figure that out right like how do you guys even feel about that let me even go around let like, me start with you like just like off what we just, just said. the violence that that we oh yeah we we're still experiencing i thought yeah. niggas stopped shooting for because of covid i'm like yo well, nigga, yeah. <laughs> I swear there's more deaths from COVID. gunshots. Yep, than there is COVID. But that's what I heard, right? Because yeah. obviously, like, I've, I've, look at the numbers. I've consciously removed myself from that environment. Because I used to be around it all the time. And mm-hmm. then, uh, guy that I knew pulled a knife out on me. Mm. And then, <laughs> long story short, like, you know, I was just like, yo, if you're going to do it, like, you're going to have to kill me now. Because yeah. you can't pull a knife in. And we talked about this earlier, like, yo. From the era we come from, like if you say you're gonna do something, you, you, do you have better. to do it, or else now I'm, I'm on your ass. Yeah. So I remember driving. I was driving home. This is we had just moved to Brampton. I was driving home, and I was like, this nigga would have stabbed me today. My parents wouldn't even know where the fuck I was. Yeah. Cause I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that guy. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean. I'm not the guy that, like I, I'm, I be in that environment and I love those people to death. But that's not. That's not you. That's not me. That's yeah. not who my parents know to be. You know what I mean? So I was driving. Home, I was like. Oh yeah, I, nah, I can't like that. And that was the last time I, I was like, "Yo, guys, I'm not doing this shit no more." And, mm-hmm. and this is because I wouldn't give him a ride in my car. He was gonna take my life. That's some stupidness. Right so now, even when you look back at it, you yeah. like, over that. holy shit! But obviously, everybody don't get the same opportunity or even have the willpower to break from the the environment. Mm-hmm. So when you hear about the violence still going on, as you guys mentioned, even with COVID, it's actually has increased. Increased. Yeah. How do you guys feel about that? Damn, I'll, I'll tell you. I mean, I, I'm gonna just say, I'm gonna just say <laughs> this real like, quick. Like, mm. in a ways, I'm not gonna say too much. In ways, we've felt it as well. Yeah, especially recently. Yeah, and facts. you know, it's when you hear this stuff, it's like, okay, yeah, you you understand it's sad. But then when you go through it yourself and you know someone that's passed away to gun violence, it's, it's different. It's very hurt. It hits different to know yeah. that person's never coming back. They don't exist no more. And to put it bluntly, it's just like. Why are we so? Why are we still doing this? I just, I just can't have respect for people, black people, that want to go kill their own people 
but the same people that would lynch you and kidnap you, you and you kill your women, you wouldn't do that. You, you have, have no, no fear of doing it. that. No, you depend on them. Yeah. That's the problem. We depend on the people that we have a problem with. Mm -hmm. The people that actually are causing us problems. We have a we we depend on them. Why, why do you think that as as black people we feel like we like we we don't we don't fear each other, but we fear like if it's a Chinese like we fear everybody else but, but our but own. Us, yeah. Why do you guys feel? Why, why do you think that is conditioning? That I was gonna say that I was gonna say that's some. Listen, I don't want to get too deep. If you if you if you speak your mind. If you say if you say spark it up. If you say this about this, yeah. We fear them, but they all fear us. How? How? That doesn't make how do sense. they make us think that we should not fear each other, but fear the other people that we want to depend on? Mm -hmm. But these same people that I we honestly, depend on fear. I don't even think I should do any of that. I feel like it's just that um, has nothing to do with us fearing them. It's just the fact that we're so wrapped up and trying to kill each other. That don't even matter no more. Like, why am I gonna no, care right. about them if I'm trying to go after my brother? No, you're yeah, right. Yeah, it don't yeah, matter yeah. no more. Like, it's yeah. not even has to do with just like us fearing. Because at the end of the day, I feel like. We don't even have enough sense where it's like, yo, we don't have no respect for ourselves. They don't exactly. respect don't. us. Let's, yeah. Yeah. let's imagine, like, you, you, let's still don't respect for you. You want me to respect? I'm not going to respect you. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't respect for you. Yeah. Like, no matter what you do, like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to earn that. So with us, it's like, they know, like, why people like, they're not going to do nothing to me. They worry about their brother. They worry about this guy. You know That's what I'm true. saying? So I think once we start putting that respect, give, give, give us that respect again and, and try to build that respect and earn it, mm -hmm. I feel like it'll go back to, how was before? My dad used to tell me, yo, back in the day, they would not say none to me, not look my way. Mm -hmm. They see me in the street, they'd be like, nowadays, look at me, and they gave me attitude, looking at this way. My dad's like, yo, they know that we do not care about we them. We care about killing each other. That's yeah. all we care about. Only yeah. kill. That's, that's it. They yeah. won't respect you. Know, no, that's so right. true. That's they very true. They know that we don't respect each other. Nah, that's why. Nah. Okay, why do you think nothing is really changing when we have all these different protests? Because they're looking at us and they're laughing like, huh. You guys, you guys go right to back to what you, you. did. Yeah. <laughs> and then right next back. week, yeah, yeah. Yeah. another nigga's going to be was, dead from yeah. his own brother that he went to school with well, for the past years. I watched a lot of rap battles. Like, I think it's URL. You know about that? I used to. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I used to be I, heavy I'm on that. I'm into that. I'm into that. And, and, and one of these guys, was, he was rapping. He was saying, he's like, he's like, oh, why would I scream Black Lives Matter when I take, um, God, he said it. Basically, he said he would take a black life. Like, he does why would he scream it? It's like what Kendrick said. But he, yeah, why would yeah. I scream it if I'm going to yeah. take another black life? If, if know I don't I mean? even black respect black And I'm like, yeah. I'm listening to that. So I'm like, yo, like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, that bar is hard. But it's like, bro, what the? That's actually true, though. Like, no, but he's speaking like, that, truth. That, that, that's that's actually, though, like, man, man actually think like that. Like, yeah, man, you're man, right. When put this shit going on, all my daughter on Instagram, they're not posting shit. They're just, like, doing their own thing, not worried about trying to build each other. Like, yo, what I mean? Not one of my dogs are posting or yo, um, what did it to George Floyd was wrong? Nothing like that, man. They were just chilling. Only time they post is when a man like little baby drops a new video or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. It's like it's Niggas like you like, like, yo, like you gotta understand what is the bigger picture at the end of the day. Yeah, like, yeah. man, I have to look and see that life is not just day by day. And I get it, man, living that life. But when you get out of that life and understand life is beautiful and it's more than just Damn wake man. up in the morning and like, fuck, I hate this. It's yeah. more than that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So That's I feel like once we understand that, bro. We're unstoppable. Who's really stopping us? No one's stopping real. us. But that's why we're in that position in the first place, right? Exactly. When you think yeah. about it. And that's why these, these conversations are important. That's why it's important to connect. Mm -hmm. um, and, and also, the reason why our protests don't matter because like, we're not making a, enough impact financially yeah. to, to even demand for change. So I, And I say that because, what well, I, I can remember having no money completely, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. whatever. To now, like, and not to say I have money now, but I, I've worked to a certain level that I can direct thing i could get shit done right yeah i got a 
I got an accountant. I, I have a lawyer. I have mm-hmm. a um, uh, a broker that we we do business together. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I call him, be like, "Yo, like, what's going on? We gave some money to like I ain't seen no payment in six months. Within three hours, I go collect two grand, mm-hmm. right?" Mm-hmm. And then now we're like, even when I'm trying to buy a property and, 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 and I'm not saying these, and I want people to eat really tune in. Like, this is not like I'm trying to flex, no, right? I, I this, got, this is. Sorry, Kurt, I got to say that. We, we shouldn't have to say that no more. Like, it should be. But it's, yeah. Yeah. We shouldn't that's have to say that no more. They show us as we're flamboyant. We should, we should see this like, yo, I'm, I'm actually like happy hearing this guy doing yeah. all this. Like, that, this that's is, a that's fact. dope. Like, yo, I want to do the same the thing. The reason why the disclaimer is important is because, once again, I think that, like, We've we have to just allow people to know that like yo I live a great life mm-hmm. and that's because I've come to understand that like money is power so like when okay. when currently uh, my my father and I were about to buy a, a cottage in Quebec and you know the broker's calling us and I'm dictating the terms of whatever we're gonna do mm-hmm. that's because when he look up oh these people about to put X amount of they damn near put half of the money for the property mm-hmm. they gonna talk to you a certain way mm-hmm. right like so. And that's important to even. It's I true. want people to be exposed to it when because talks, you know yeah, what? Like talks. I'm like, ah, oh, now that you give me two percent, nah, like yeah, Scotia nah, said, they got one point three. Yeah, oh, yeah, give me that. <laughs> Twenty four hours. Guess what? I get the. Yeah. You know. Oh, oh, so guess what? We're able to do it. Nah, nigga, it's not like you. You just trying to finesse me, right? Mm. So that's important when we tapping into conversation or whatever. If you ever call me saying, yo. Yo, that shit you talk about the cottage thing, like what you think, like whatever it is. I'm like, yo, I got you. Like mm-hmm. even. To, to say, you know what? Every black person to come, I'm giving them a discount. Because mm. I can. It's it's, our, it's my house. Mm-hmm. It's my property. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, nigga, go, <laughs> go take a trip to, to a place beside a lake. Like, yeah. your, your fucking mind, will, you will be blown away. And mm-hmm. that's because, unfortunately, like I said, like a lot of us from that environment, I've been there, I lived there. I still got friends in there. Mm. But because I've been able to travel and experience other things, and my parents being immigrants, they always instilled that in me, like, yo, we're African, like, um, and not to say, like, because I know that there's a conversation about African Caribbeans and, and the divide, mm-hmm. um, but even African been washed away, right? Because yeah. we don't have, we don't own our languages, exactly. right? Like, even in Africa, the <laughs> they colonize us yeah, yeah. to, to the, you know what I mean? We've yeah. been like, we still could remember to a certain extent, right? Mm-hmm. But a lot of it is what it's been programmed into us, exactly. right? So, but once you're able to like just to, to tap into it, like, oh. Having an accountant doesn't mean you're rich. It just means you're conscious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, right. They charge you a hundred dollars. Yeah, we, we we blow how much when we go to the club? Yeah, for well, I mean, bottles alone. Bottles day. alone, <laughs> you pay like four hundred, five hundred dollars. So yeah, all, all that mean? says is like yeah. me saying I got to yo. You too. Yeah. can have an account. It's it's not, and that's why I was putting that in there about the. It's not about flexing. It's about yo. Once you realize nobody has that's money, true. everybody leverage their power. Yes. Like that's you true, buy a house, shit. you don't got money. Dude. Yeah. Oh my shit is worth, but until that's liquid, you don't have you it. Don't have no money but there. because the institution respect it, you have leverage. Yeah, exactly. Use that, and then you go in there, yeah. you get to talk to them however, however you want. Yeah, you know what it I is like though, that. man. I like, like that. I like that. I feel like black people, like like majority of them, they settle, mm. and that's one thing I've, I I try to program my mind not to do. Like I don't want to settle because once you start to settle, it becomes a habit. Mm. Habits are hard to break. So one thing about us is that we're so used to settling for small victories. Like, yo, I'd rather lose 100 battles but win the war. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of us is like, they want the little things, but then, for example, they want a man to have, a woman wants a, like a man to have all this blah, 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 but then she'll settle for 
something small, like a like a, mm-hmm. a, a one bedroom apartment. You know, you get what I'm trying to say. You yeah. like to settle for things that it's are contentment. Like, you know what I mean? It's we're a, we're not. We're, we shouldn't Fast. settle. Why? Why are we settling? We have nothing for to show for it. That's like, what I'm saying. What do we have? Do, do y'all feel like black people? We settle. Hundred percent. Is everybody agreeing with that? Yeah, I said this. Sure, I sure, said this sure. earlier today. That's the funny thing. The contentment. I said contentment is a demon, and it's plaguing the black community because with us, we're very content. We're very okay. We're free. Air quotes, right? We're in a society where we can work. All right, mm. I'm content with that life. Not right? to pay bills, yeah, I'm exactly. Good. I'm fine. I'm not in the streets, but I'm living a normal life. I'm working nine to five, whatever, for forty five years, whatever, and then that's it. Why are we content with that? That system is this West, a Western system that we're in right now, is toxic. It's poisonous. That's not how we're supposed to be living. The white and people, they can live like that. You know what it is? You know what I'm saying? But we, mm-mm. it's a false sense of security. Mm-hmm. Think about it. like yep. all these men that are on 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 welfare, welfare or whatever, yep. Yep. like. They have that's what that's what it is. They, yeah. they have nothing to fall back on. Yeah. That is the they're chilling. That's so it. a lot of people in Canada, that's the reason why we're in this predicament we are in right now with Ford and blah blah blah. Because mm-hmm. oh, we're we have this, this so called false security that Canada is amazing and we're it's not. Yo, hey, all right. Yo, imagine, these, imagine you understand? These imagine people have the government no... told you mm. you got free health care. You hungry? This shit not even you get free food. You poor, we'll make a shelter for you. Mm. You think anybody's gonna be able to upgrade their life anyway if they're gonna? Especially if you're an immigrant. That's what I'm saying. Especially if they're gonna force you to stay down, how you gonna go up? Especially if you want to stay down, they're telling you you should stay down. You know, so you're gonna stay down. But but fellas, not not to cut you off, but you gotta realize that there's a lot more white people. Here, in this in, country, in, yes, in, yes. No, no, like in the system. Oh, in oh general, we're not yeah, majority, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, especially in Montreal, I heard they. I mean, even here, like I mean, black people are three point five percent of the Canadian population. population. It's like almost we we don't realize it because we're in Toronto because everybody look but three point out of thirty eight million you do like quick math three million times that's nine million mm-hmm. across whatever. And then when you trickle us it doesn't even make a difference, right? Yeah. But also I and what you say you made a great point about settling and things like that. But you gotta understand that like you can't solve a problem where you don't understand the root of it. Exactly. So a lot of us it's not because we don't settle, because we don't know better. Yeah, we we, don't, we cannot. Right. We don't see past the hill. We're like, eh, it looks like it's snowing up there, but I've never been up there. Like mm-hmm. I don't. I don't get it. Like mm-hmm. once again, my for me, and this is just you know rolling the dice. It's just my luck. Mm-hmm. My parents still being in touch and still having assets in Niger. They go back often. They've almost instilled that in me. And then when I was grown mm-hmm. and I had money, I started going there. Mm-hmm. You you know I live in. Canada and you go to a country like Niger, you feel that instant like you're in a you, you feel like you're in a different planet. Yes, because it, poverty. It's are you are you crazy? Yeah. Like it's niggas that don't eat every day. Like yeah. you're lucky if you eat every other day. That's, That's what people are, are striving to get to. Like, yeah. and then we up here we complain about every uh, guys. Like it's 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 somebody wakes up every day. He don't know where his next meal is gonna come from. He don't know anything about. He ha, he doesn't control. Think about being a human and you yeah, don't control nothing yeah, that happens to you, right? And I think that's kind of like gave me an edge because every time I go there, it gave me a reminder of how much I have. Mm. And you're grateful for it. And, it, and yeah. it's it, it, that's it. And it's like, holy shit. So I come back. React. You know what's funny about that? Yeah. We're one of the biggest like food wasters in the world. Like Canada. Like mm. We're the, I know. the biggest well, food wasters in the world. And now that you said it, I'm like, yo, like. We really take yeah, a lot of things for granted, every, like, especially over like here. A lot of things for granted. Yeah. We, we, we waste. We spoiled over here. You know what I mean? We waste. Not even just food. Like, like in general, a lot of things has been wasted. Like, we, we spoiled. 
spoiled. I was saying, my cousins back home be calling me spoiled. That's what they used to call me when I was young. Mm. They'd be like, you spoiled, you yeah, spoiled, yeah, you have all yeah. this and that. I'm like, I didn't, you never really take it in. But when you go to these places, yeah. then you're like, damn, like, I'm grateful for what I got back home. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, you're like, like, yo, what, what am I complaining about? What am I, am I complaining about nothing? You know? Another note is like, mm-hmm. like, we do live in different worlds. Like, we don't all live in the same world. Like, nah, literally, like, this is the first world. First that's world why country. they call it first that's world. That's what they call it. Second world. Throw. It's, it's literally different, different worlds. worlds. Like, yo, when you go there, it's like, whoa, it's like yeah, a whole different world, vibe. Different like, spectrum. it don't seem like you're even like living in the world you're so used to. Like, I remember like I know even 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 though I was so young, it was like. Went from Scarborough to to to, to, to Ghana, it's like yeah. whoa, it's like I'm seeing dirt roads, yeah. trees. I'm like, yo, yeah. I don't see that. In, in <laughs> don't see that. Man, see, don't see the all, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. It's different. It's real. It's like a real like different world, and yeah. it's true. It's true. It's but I tell you, I was in Ghana in 2019, and and mm-hmm. once again, and this is when you realize that what we're doing and things we're talking about is creating an impact. Mm-hmm. Right now, you go to Ghana, you 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 probably not going to want to come back to. That's I heard it a lot. Everybody's telling me, and I'm telling you this is not an air for. Like I was there, I spent yeah. ten days there. Yeah. Oh, which which you 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 got to be nuts to even come here. So even for me, like to once again to further the conversation, right? Like I started even moving my money to to to, to the motherland. It's smart. You know what I mean? Things that I was buying at two grand seven years ago is now worth thirty. Mm. Like right now when we speak, mm. and once again, like Ghana is much ahead. So when I went to Ghana. I look at Niger like this is where we're gonna be in ten years. Mm-hmm. I'm 32 years old, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm looking at it like if if we get to that in 10 years, mm-hmm. I don't got an answer to nobody to work to like just based on things that I've done now. Mm-hmm. And I always encourage people if you have any ties to whatever you could trace is as far back, like to your grandparents or whatever. Not saying going in and stop put money, but don't do that because niggas gonna get you for your money. Yeah, but just go in there and, and start to. Let your mind turn. Let the will turn a bit. Just, just to look outside of like, okay, like, what is it like? Here, it costs half a million dollars to build a house. For what? What does mm-hmm. it matter? Where then the same house, you could get it for 30 grand. Mm-hmm. And then now, what you look at, 30 grand is like, oh, yeah, I could get 30. Like, 30 grand is not 30 million. Mm-hmm. So that changes your whole perspective, perspective how you deal money. with money. Yeah. I thought, I used to think $500 was a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time I went to rent an apartment, it was $750. It took me, it took me, Five weeks to gather that. Mm. <laughs> I was giving man fifty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> but be honest with you, like that's. Yeah. Uh, but right now, I could burn seven hundred dollars in thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. I mean, not sorry, not thirty seconds. Like in thirty minutes, just doing like you know what I mean. And then, and that's a reminder for me, right? Mm-hmm. Like I bought a car, I drove it for eight years. Because mm. every time I got in that car, it mm. reminded me, niggas. Stay focused. Yeah, of course. Right? But sometimes also, you don't want that to, to just drive you to the point where you start to neglect yourself. Because yes, guess what? Yes, we yes. only got one life to live, right? Yeah, so it don't make sense if you, even if you gather all assets, but you don't, you're not even feeling the quality of where you are. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, once you're gone, you know, no. essentially you're no, gone. Yeah, you have to make sure you're priority. I know, sorry. We kind of turned the nah, conversation nah, around. It happens. I feel like that, that is a, a big thing because of... I don't know, I read it somewhere, but like a lot of people living life, like not really living there, more of like just reacting, surviving. You know what I mean? Like, like it's like it's like you wake well, up and it's like, what's the what's the next thing that's coming from me? It's not like yeah. I'm waking up and I'm doing such and such. I'm gonna go do this and do that. It's more of like I'm reacting to my situation. Yeah, and we're not we're not living. Like to be honest, right now I'm not living. I'm just reacting. Yeah, I don't want to react. I want to live. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So right. until yeah. I get to that, I'm not gonna be satisfied. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like 
Yo, that gets a, a, you, know, we got, you can't hear the bomb, but it's yeah. a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 you got the bomb on you. Know what I mean? You got the bomb. And um, just to bring back to, obviously, we're here because, you know, you are a big time mm-hmm. director. I'm speaking into existence. I appreciate um, it. And then once you get that first award, I want to be part of that oh, ecosystem. Yeah. Definitely, bro. Um, sure. And things like that. So, mm. and I was even knowing that you were coming, I wanted to have a conversation a little bit. And we're talking about black and everything black empowerment. Mm. I wanted to for you to give me a glimpse of what happened into like, you know, as a filmmaker, mm. being black mm-hmm. in obviously a, a, a place that's dominated by white, white people. people yeah. Right? Yeah. Let's even break it down to the most very basic thing. Like, as a black filmmaker, mm. what is your biggest struggle? I'll uh, say lack of opportunity. I feel like here you got to create your opportunity. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they don't want to see you even create your opportunity down here. So it's like, you can do it, which is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. The demand down here isn't high. Someone has to set the tone. We're mm-hmm. just used to white people making these movies. Yeah. right? And if in America it's a struggle for black people to get into film, what is it like over here where we have no film culture? No one want to watch Canadian films. Think about it. Name a Canadian movie. That's what I'm saying. They they film movies down here. They film you know, movies. Oh, that's what I was about to say. I know yeah. they come out here yeah, all the time, fucking block movies. off of that's fucking. What, what movie you know they said? Yeah. By the way, we're in Toronto filming this. A Canadian like, film, like filmed yeah, in never, Canada. Canadian. There's films, uh, tons of films filmed down here, but it's the fact that it's so disconnected from the mainstream. You don't know, yeah. right? But you know these American films. You know the Avengers. You know all these other, you know, uh, studio franchises and stuff like that. So it's like lack of opportunity down here. We're it's been so hard to find something that would or someone or a company or whatever it may be to fund your concept because you can look at what they want put out here and it's not what we want to do you know what i'm saying it's really what the whitewashed version or even i was even saying this the other day like i noticed that a lot of filmmakers down here that are casting you know people they're trying to you know pull the diversity card and you know they, I'm, I'm all for it right put your put, put different you know they races and ethnicities you know I mean? they try films. to give you the foreplay yeah. that you ain't even you're not getting to smash tonight baby exactly that exactly <laughs> and 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 that that right there yeah when you see it it's like okay i appreciate that but then they just end up writing white characters just with black people playing them and it's just like you gotta like there has to be someone down here. Sense, yeah. It doesn't make sense. You have to have. There's no life for character. And black people, we we express. We we have the most character. That I swear, out of anyone. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like you can't limit us. And when you do, it just comes off very weird, very sour. This is why they end up killing these characters in these movies. Why we end up dying first? They don't care, right? So we need people, or in general, just people down here creating these opportunities for us. And the demand just has to be put there. So I believe someone has to do that. Yeah. Someone has to create that demand. This is what we're trying to you do. Have to, you have to make you the demand. You know what I mean? Make the demand, the demand. For there to be a demand. Because so it, there's not. Right now, it's mm-hmm. getting there. But when we were just getting into this game, there wasn't a demand for black young filmmakers. Still isn't. There wasn't a demand for black young in, uh, filmmakers to be making independent films Facts. coming from Canada. And there wasn't a lot of opportunities for people like us specifically, especially somebody like me. I wanted to get into acting. Mm. And it was very difficult trying to find roles that I felt I wanted to do that were suitable for me, especially yeah. me being young and me being my skin color. And there's a, there's a lot of specifics when it comes to acting, right? And especially here where majority of the people are white people, there's no demand for me. So I have that. to make those opportunities. Yeah, they don't, they don't want to watch that. And, and that's the truth. Like, here's the thing. Like, you can make a movie like Black Panther and everybody go crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, s- Black, Black Panther was a, like... <laughs> 
Actually, let me hold on, hold on, hold on. That. Now you know you you know what 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 really pissed me off at the time I was dating a shawty she lived in Austin. Um, and I literally went there, like, I think I went there the week before, or that week that it came out, or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And it was such a big thing, like, she made me wear, like, fucking African like wear or something. <laughs> and this is the dumbest oh, shit, because I, yeah. like, like, <laughs> like <laughs> I said, so I'm weak. African, like, this is part of my culture, I wear this anyways, yeah. right? But okay, I felt true. so stupid when I fucking pulled up to the theater, bro. Yeah. And it was like... You know, like, it was like four black people there with the dashiki. We just look like, bro, like... We needed this to like, to 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 even embrace the, embrace culture. the culture. But then yeah. again, I'm not. Once again, I'm not too hard on people because mm. I think once again, my experience is different. Yeah. Definitely. So I don't want to be like, oh my god, like no, no, I get it. For some mm. people, like that was huge. Mm. But to, to be honest with you, like we gotta stop being told about what we we create the cool. Yeah. Yeah. Think about like back in the days when we started to do like smack DVDs. I know it's like, you know, I mean, it's not the best, mm. but, but black I people know. know how to fucking be entertained. Yes, yes we, we do. We are the greatest. And I know Toronto used to have the, was it, what they call it up here? I know smack um, DVD was in the US. Was it hood something? Hood, hood, it was hood, something about an Asian kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. those are the biggest thing. Like yeah. Tyler Perry became the biggest movie Whatever by creating things specifically for black people. Yes. Like I don't give a shit what everybody else is like. Mm. I'm going to give this thing to my audience and look where he's at. Look what the opportunity now he's creating for other people. Exactly. So I think it's it's, it's back to what you're saying, like mm. the opportunity. But we just got to realize, yo, fam, we create cool. Exactly. Yeah, we do. Mm. Like it's in us. Like you know what I mean. Even us sitting there, whatever. To, like that's what we do, and we just got to start trusting it. And 100%. um. Everything we touch turns to gold, yo. That's yep. what I feel like. That's a fact. It's, but it's, hey, man, it's been that way. Yeah, it's start. been that way. We, we got to see it for ourselves because you, you can just look at your family and see how much, um, how creative your family is, how many different things that they get into that involves the arts. Facts. And, and involves creativity. I mean, my whole family is involved with mm. the arts. Mm-hmm. We all do things that involves arts. So I, I look at my own family and say, something got to be special well, about black people. Black people, yeah. How come we can't thrive to that level yet? Like, what, yeah. what's holding us down? These are kids, like, these are questions I have to myself when I was a kid because mm. I didn't understand growing up oh, you guys, was you a problem. Was, you was early on the shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah, lie to you. You was early. We was going through it because we tried to... When we tried to do the film thing, we tried to get the schools yeah. involved and say we wanted to we did. use the school to help us produce something that could be beneficial mm. for the school board. They said no. And I'm like, okay, let's try doing it ourselves. We tried doing it ourselves. People like it, but hey, at the same time, the music videos down here are what people really want to see. Yeah. At the same time, to be honest, a lot of the people who make the good music are the ones overlooked and the ones that are making the popcorn yeah, fast food music are the ones that are below. Music. So it's like... Like I said, the opportunity, lack of opportunity. If I was a videographer doing music videos, tons of opportunities. Mm. Everybody wants to make music now. Oh, that's a fact. Right. No problem. I can make I'm money I'm actually turned down a couple of days. Of like, course. Nigga, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not with that. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, not, that, that's some real shit. Because it's like, 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 it's the same shit. It's the same shit. I think I got to go in for like all the videographers that's, in the city. That's, that's why we said like, we don't really want to do that. Sure, mm. under our company, we'll have people doing that. But us ourselves, we don't want to do that. Because right now, the videographer music scene is up. Mm-hmm. But the film scene is growing down here, and there are people like us that are overlooked. Why are we not creating the same type of hype for that? Even better, if I'm going to be to be uh, perfectly honest, 
I'd rather go watch a movie than a three-minute video of man's in the condo with Henny and two strippers. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be honest. That that's just what it is. Niggas you know what I mean? Cut that shit out, bro. Yo, they got switch it up. I, I don't. I'm I'm just trying to like, yo, what? How much ass can we see? <laughs> we see how much more ass, ass can we see? Man. Like it get to a point. Like, yeah. You remember there was a time where yeah. you used to see ass, and you were like, whoa, and you stayed up for <laughs> three fucking days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. No, like there was a time no, where real. like I don't know if you guys. I used to like sneak. Yeah. And get to three o'clock so I could watch watch the local after hours. I think the best time for like that type of uh, music videos was back in like the early 2000s. Yo. Yeah. You were seeing real natural chicks, wow, yeah. bro. Like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the best time for me. Like, yeah, you would see some fine. Remember, especially, especially on what's the name? Oh, what's the name again? Uh, we used to wear the band aid on this. Nelly, bro, his videos, fam, the chicks in those videos, bro, they go swiping the, yo, fam, he was swiping the credit card, yo, you gotta chop for that shit. Yo, let me tell you something, like, recently I watched that video, and I was like, yo, this ain't got the juice. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I looked at it, I was like, what, we were mad about, but that's because niggas then, like, swiping a credit card now is nothing, right? Like, so you get desensitized to... Even seen a a beautiful woman yeah. without even questioning is her body natural? Natural, yeah. Like it, 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 like, and which is is crazy to me because I'm like, and this is part of the reason why I don't date white women. Like, I mean, none against them mm. particularly, mm. but I'm like, Can't why would I go and get like, like, so if if I like ass and titties mm-hmm. and predominantly black woman not to say every but but they got it that's well mostly um a lot of them were built that way and, and things like that mm-hmm. why would i now like go and get a version of that but in something that wouldn't even understand me as who i am you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying Culture, wouldn't even understand yeah. like if if somebody in the community gets shot how that will affect me instead yeah. of like oh like you know what i mean so yeah, i like yeah. to me it's like why do we do that and then why do we always empower um you know like even like to be honest with you now like if you do a video i'm looking at like what type of black chicks you got, well, in you got in there yeah you know what it is, though? i think i think it started off of just what we see the most like just from uh the movies whether it's uh tv shows tv shows yeah. cartoons even uh, pornography like whatever mm-hmm. you see the most is like yo you kind of condition your mind into liking that because i was at one point where i was i was only liking white people white girls you know and it's like mm-hmm. it's like it's like i'm thinking about it i look yeah. back and i was like yo i'm gonna be real this is when yeah. i was younger right i didn't understand Facts. that like i was i was in high school at the time when i was was going through this and yeah. As I got older, and I and I always went back to black girls just naturally, cause like, come on now, like yeah. you can't go wrong. Like, right, you, you can't, can't go wrong with a black woman. There's a reason. There's a reason why this, you know, this story. But um, I feel like it was because I was just conditioning to see it so much. Like I was always just yo, every movie I watch is white women, white women, white women. Every minute just white women. Like yo, just imagine only seeing that, and then go look at a black woman. Like that's not a treasure no more to you, cause you don't see that as a. Tre- it's more of a. It's a put down it's, when you see a black there. woman. Yeah. Oh, it's there. Right? And then yeah. another thing is, we, yeah. we view white women as a trophy. As a black guy, like we, we were, we, we in the slavery times, we weren't able to have them without being killed. Mm-hmm. So when, we, when they, when they were sneaking around oh, with yeah, us, no facts. They, we was getting murdered because yeah, yeah, of that. Because yeah. they were sneaking around. You was gambling they your, your Come whole on life now. because of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when we, that's why like, I, I'm not really mad at it, but it's like yo, we need to 
move aside from that and see that we need to stick with each other. Like, you know what I mean? A lot of these athletes, they get mad at the athletes. Like, oh, yo, why are you with these white women? I like that shit. No, I love it. I love it. It's important, right? Like, it's like, and as men, and I think this is important because it's all men in the room. It's like, as men, there's many things that we got to start doing to empower black women. And stop with the, like, no, like, black woman speaks and you listen and you go execute. Not this other going back and forth. And I think... And even for me, like when I started to realize I was hurting black women, mm. it was it was a hard truth for me to deal with. Yeah, because it took for a long time. I was in denial. I was like, "Well, I told her I just wanted sex. Like, why you? Why right, you, you know right. what I mean? Like, nah, so you'll right. find an I escape. That too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and 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 it's important to like, oh shit, like, no, no. Now I gotta, I gotta. Okay, it's just sex, but I gotta move further. You know what? Hey, I gotta now tell you. Listen. This is what I want. That's and what even when I know that I could get pleasure, but it's going to hurt you, yeah. I got to remove I'm myself from that, yeah. from that situation. Man, again, that goes back, back to what we've been watching. Like, yo, when we see black people in movies, they're always arguing with each other. Mm. The black women are always, <laughs> no, it's bad. It's true. It's that's true. what when we see it, it's like, yo, we're so yeah. conditioned. It's just, yo, we should be arguing with our It's a serious thing because, yo, yeah, baby boy, yeah, I can yeah, call, I can say, baby boy, I can say, on Friday, yo, him and the girls always arguing, yelling All at each other. All the Tyler like, movies, too. That's what oh, I'm shit, saying. So it's like, yeah, baby, ba- baby, baby boy. boy. Yeah. So you see what I'm saying? Like, man, right. it's like, literally indoctrinated into this shit. And it's like, shit. and the thing's like, I'm not yeah. mad. I'm not mad about it because I understand. But at the same time, it's like, yo, we need to get past that. We need to wake up and be like, yo, fuck that. Can't be doing that no more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I can't be mad at it. I'm not mad at it. It's like, we need to move on. Like, we need to know that we need to be with each other. That's that's it. Nothing wrong with like Nothing wrong with that. I think, you know, a lot of the times, especially with modern day black women and black men, we got to work more on our communication. Mm. And I feel like, especially with the black men too, like, we really don't know how to talk to our black women. You don't know how to talk to anybody. No, really. And I've been noticing (laughs) this with how black men talk about their problems with black men. I'm like, bro, you... Just trying to explain your problem lets me know you is the problem because <laughs> you can't even talk about mm. what the problem is. So how can you even talk to women and be able to actually cooperate with her? Yeah, yeah. And that's what our problem is. We are having problems cooperating with each other because we don't have any proper communication amongst each other. It's like we forgot how to talk to each other. Mm. I, I mean, when I go on the street and I see a black and I see black woman and I see black men. I expect to say hi and bye, just like Real uh, talk. the rest of these races. But then we all want to screw up our face. I seen a black lady the other day when I was down at uh, St. Clair's. And I came out my car and I seen her and another black guy. They're older, around the same age. They, um, they you know, showed love to each other, right? They acknowledged each other, mm. but they didn't acknowledge me, the young guy. And I said, hey, I'm here too. Like, good afternoon as well, man. She's like, hey, good afternoon. I'm like, hey, we... We should be talking more to each other. Hey, don't be scared of it. Like, hey. I like this guy. No, it's true. Like, yeah, it's true. Yeah, I'm right here. Yeah, I'm Talk really to for, me. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm really for my people, but I want my people to be for the people when it really matters. And yeah. that's yeah. when you're right in front of them. That's when you're supposed to show the most love to your people. When you're oh, right yeah. there in front of them. Just to show you that, hey. And I and I will, and even with some people that I just ran into me, I'll, I'll tell them too, because you could just tell. I'll tell them like, hey, I just want you to know that you love. And use love right. from somebody. Your king or queen. And I'll and I'll tell you right now, if you ain't loved by anybody, I'll tell you right now that I love you. Because right. you're my brother. Mm. Now imagine if someone was having that. imagine if someone was having a terrible day and they heard that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How just those <clears> small <throat> things are so uplifting. And it's like when you say that too, it's also you ask yourself, do you want 
to be on the same page with your yeah. significant other or the other side of the spectrum in terms of black men and black women or do you just want to get your point across you know what i'm saying that's where the argument starts right yeah. we can communicate we can disagree but we can still come together and compromise. Yeah. We just want to disagree. Ego has to, uh, has to leave the room. Exactly. Your ego has to be completely oh, off the table when you're, pride. when you're trying to resolve conflict, with, especially like with a woman that you have intimate moments with. And I 100. think that learning to channel that energy into something positive, because to be honest with you, there's nothing greater than like being in sync with somebody that you love and yes let's be clear and i think this is what people go wrong conflict is within everything where two people come together but the fact that you know this person got my back that's all that matters regardless of like i could say things and even be rude and not realizing it Mm -hmm. and them checking me doesn't um it doesn't bruise my ego and i could Mm -hmm. be like Oh, you fuck. You know what? We still you know what? Yeah. I fucked. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't think I did. And I'm having a conversation right now with my family. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't like how y'all talk to me about certain things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, blew I, the, I, I blew the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Like a couple that. of years, I'm, I was, I was in tears. Like, cause mm-hmm. my mom say something to me, it hurt me. Mm-hmm. And I send her a message like, "How could you talk to your son like that?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Go so straight up. Bro. Trust me, <laughs> I feel that. And it took this. 32 years for me to get to that point. I, I think. I said. think a lot of black people can agree with what you just said because yeah. I think we all deal with it. I was I about to say. Bro. I think <laughs> a lot of this starts <laughs> and in our just, families. Yeah. It starts at the homes. Yeah. How we were raised with yeah. the people that are that's, raising us. I think it starts with that because that same problems I'm suffering too right now, and it's sad because it's just like. I'm like, how can you say these harsh things about somebody that you claim you've been around your whole life, you raised to be this way, and you're gonna tell them that it's your fault that you're this way? It's tough because like it's it's to the point where like man, them don't even listen to them no more, and it's like Mm -hmm. it's bad because yo, when they tell me some real shit. Like I'm so just like so. I'm not even. I'm just turned off to even. I I don't want to hear what they want to say. They can tell me some real shit. I don't even like. I don't even listen to it. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, you appreciate your dukes, but like some of the things they tell you is like, nah, man, you like, it's, it's just like, you know what when it you, is? When you've heard so much negative, like you don't want to hear it anymore, so you just yeah. drown it out. And that's what I've done True. these past, yeah. I, I just drown it out. Like, and it, it's not a good thing because we, we need, we but, need but to hear But drowning is a temporary, like that's like the whole position. But mm-hmm. I encourage all of you guys here mm-hmm. and all, everybody listening. Because like I said, for me, it was tough because guess what? Especially like, Africans, and I don't know how it is in the Caribbean household, or mm-hmm. I'm just assuming that everybody's Caribbean mm-hmm. and not, you yeah, know, yeah, if yeah, I'm off, uh, correct me. But nobody deals with the issues, right? Like, it's like your parents don't deal with the issues, no. they bring it to you. <laughs> yeah, and then, that's what they, and they and then now you. you're dealing with their issues, yeah. and it's like when you wake up the next day, it's like you're trying to have a conversation. Oh, it's your dad, that's how it is. Oh, it's your mom, that's how it is. Yeah, so you internalize yeah. This, these feelings. <laughs> so true. You start yeah. to treat women that you love this way, yeah. you start way. to treat your yeah. friends that you love this it's way. A cycle. And it's I go to therapy, and the therapist saying, Nah, nigga, like you ain't responsible for half of this shit. Your yeah. family owes you an apology. Yep. And then you're still going through it. And then the other day, I blew up. Like, honestly, I was I was even shocked. Mm. But I took a stance that going forward, I'm no longer taking any abuse from mm-hmm. my family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I told them right. that straight up. That's I right. say, from we, y'all could tell me, y'all could give me advice. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't an advice. That hurt me. That hurt like, me. that's no, not that's a... What's you saying, know what yeah. I mean? You wasn't trying to give me yeah, advice. Yeah, yeah. I, feel like, no, yeah. I feel like sometimes your parents are trying to, like, destroy Actually, your yeah, own yeah, ego. Yeah. Like, why you... Like, okay, I know something Smash. happened to you in your life, but why are you going to bring that upon your children? children yeah, at, yeah, at the end tough. of the day, when you tough. have kids, you're supposed to better them. them. Yeah. You're supposed to bring them in the position that you elevate. couldn't be in. And you're supposed to elevate who they want to be. 
not what you wanted them to be mm. because you said I this is what I want. Then when you're not doing something they want, yeah. then they then they want to say all these things to them. Like, you don't meet their standard. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, how can you say this when on, you man. should love anything your son's doing? Because at the end of the day, I'm doing something I love, <laughs> yeah. and if it's what I love, Pass you should love cracking. it too. Because you love me. Yeah. Pass nah, the crack. Like, I feel like um. Yo, let's have to drink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I love you so much. Drink up, man. <laughs> Damn it, that's what I love. <laughs> Black men yeah. unpacking. Speaking the real, man. Unpacking, that, uh, speaking yeah, the real. That, um, like, she cussed me. Like, I get cussed the most at the house. And she's like, no, you don't. You don't get cussed at all. Blah, blah, blah. This and this and this. Bro, I promise you. I promise you. Five minutes later, I was getting cussed. Mm. I hope I like that. She was cussing the shit out of me. I'm like, yo, you see? Like, my dad's laughing to you. You see? Like, you literally cussed me the most. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? So... I'm to the point where, like, I don't want to, to be, like, used to that. You, you already used to be a cuss no, all the you, you time. Shouldn't. Like, you don't want to argue with that. Like, yo, like, I'm used to that. Like, when like, people yelling, like, I'm, I'm just used to that. I'm just like, I'm chill. I'm, 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 I'm you know, I'm calm. I'm just so used to it. I don't want to be used to that. Like, it's not a good feeling to be used and to you should, yelling and at you. You, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy, though. It's crazy. I got so used to it. Even this one girl, I told her my name, and she's like, your name sounds like you can yell it. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's all my parents do is yell yeah. my name. Like literally, people know me, my name of my parents yelling it. Yeah, like, so yeah, when they come there yeah. yelling, me shock. That's how it. That's how it be. It's like a cycle, right? Like, yeah, exactly. What, 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 what cycle? Let me ask y'all, and everybody yeah. Could, yeah. could let me know what cycle, as 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 a man, as a mm-hmm. black man, that you're looking for to 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 break to with break. your significant other and your kids. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh. The, Oh, 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 let me think about that. That's kind of like two questions in one. That's kind of two in one, right? Yeah, that's kind of two in one, right? 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 That's but they don't share it though. Mm-hmm. Like I want, I want to have the knowledge, and I want to actually share it with my kids and have them use it. Cause what's knowledge if you don't use it? It's just nothing. You know what I mean? So I want to be able to tell my kids, oh, this is what I learned when I was this age. You don't gotta do it this way. You don't do it that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like my parents, they'll, they'll be like, oh yo, blah 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 blah. I'm like, oh yo, can, yo, can you tell me about it? He's like, don't worry about it. You know what? Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like, like yo, your you parents, be, you they talk be, to you, but they not talking yeah, with like, you. Yeah, like, you're yeah. supposed to give me the keys. And That's I, the problem. I, another thing is, I want to do is also like, like give my kids like constructive criticism and tell them how to do it a different way. You know what I mm. mean? Like, like my, my parents again. Go back to my parents. They 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 will tell me to do something wrong, but they won't show me how to do it right. Yeah. It's like what the? It's like. I'm screwing some shit in, and it's like, yo, lo, let yeah, me like, you, right? They don't even yeah, tell me. It's like, like, I figured it out. It's like, so you know, what? you're not gonna tell me. <laughs> like, yo, I, I just yo. learned, but that's how you end up treating them the same way. Because that's what I'm saying. You, do you don't want to do shit. Like, yeah. Oh, how can you don't? You can't show me. I'm like, you guys don't want to. You do this, like, man, yo, 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 how you do this? How you do this thing on your phone? I'm like, I don't know. I was gonna say how you learn from your parents in the first place is imitating them, so they have to physically show you how to be a certain way for them to want you to be that way. And I, and I wasn't going to touch up on the children aspect. I was going to touch up on the, the the cycle of what I could break for black people. I was going to say the perception of how people look at us. Mm-hmm. I think black people got to do more for themselves. But how do you do it? Like, actually, like I want to hear that actionable is, things. Okay. Ah, shit. It's probably... I got I got, I got, I got, I got, I got some. some. I'll give you I one word. Some. I got some. Peace. Okay, I can add on to that then. That's impossible, I but could, peace. Well, I would say for me... Peace to one another. That's it. Cycle that I would want to break is the toxicity with 
how we raise our families mm-hmm. and how we normalize it. When we go to school and stuff and we talk about how we were raised, I always found that when it was blacks, whites, Asians, or whatever, we would talk about how, yeah, our parents used to beat us. Yeah, our parents used to cuss us, this and that. When we did bad and this and that. And I, I understand discipline. I understand you need that. And of course, I, we've all for been sure, through it. We get sure. it. Yeah. But to an extent, we see that it's normalized within our community that you're going to get beat. You're going to gonna get cussed. Brutalize yeah, yeah. your kids. And I feel like even with, and it's, it's sad to say this, when you're in a position, and it may sound sick, but when you're in a position where you can do that to someone, you have power over them and you like that. That's what you do. Right? So you tell your kids, I'm going to beat you if you don't do this. I'm going to beat you if you don't do that. I'm going to beat you and then you're going to go do these chores for me because I don't want to do them. I got someone else to do it for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I see that is something that we all go through and we all understand it because whether you're from Africa or the Caribbean, wherever it may be, we understand discipline. But I feel like too, that's something I would personally want to break pretty much by showing that communication and understanding and not always resulting to a violent endpoint is something that we need to grasp. And yeah. I feel like that requires patience. This is what you know I'm saying. And to what to what you're saying, mm-hmm. just to kind of put a cap to it, mm-hmm. and why that's important because your kid's gonna be stronger than you at some point. Exactly. Of course. <laughs> you're and, right. and the moment <laughs> I figure out that, like, yeah. oh, you really can't beat me yeah, no more. Yeah, box you. Back. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a wrap. Yeah, so it's over. That hurdle that I was having a hard time with is mm-hmm. no longer a hurdle. Yeah. Because I'm physically stronger than you. Exactly. And this is why we see that, like. Yeah, you could discipline and beat a kid so as long as he's small. But as yeah. soon as you get 16, 17, yeah. there's going to be a time where you're trying to beat your kid and he holds onto your arm. Mm-hmm. And he can actually hold on. Like, oh, and wait. block you. Oh, you can't do that yeah. no more. Yeah, so yeah, guess yeah. what? Like, I could run the streets. Yep. Oh, why are you not coming? Nah, shut up. What you going to do? Exactly. You know what I mean? So sorry. Go ahead. No, I was no, check. That was a lot of things that was... <laughs> no, because, like, at the end of the day, like, we're always going to change through, you know... The, the stages of our life when yeah. it comes to our ages with our parents but like I really was trying to say like I think like to change all of this for us is it has to start from when we're born mm-hmm. and it has to start with the parents too like we got we got to be raised better we got to be taught better of mm-hmm. how to control relationships with our families and with our children because mm-hmm. our family structure has is broken in the black community I mean eighty mm-hmm. percent of the children born now mm-hmm. Single, single mothers single or single mothers, parents fathers, yeah. mm. 60% of that is single mothers 20% is single fathers mm. so if you look at it it has to start with the imitation through the parents how can you raise your child to be well off yeah. to be smart and be well mattered if you're there cussing the baby daddy every day yeah. <laughs> no you have to understand these things deep. are extremely important because yeah, without this change how are we going to change yeah. if we're imitating our parents now with the black now the black mothers and the black daughters they're all arguing about the same shit now the daughter grows up thinking that yeah, black men gonna, ain't shit that is because her mama says black men ain't shit mm-hmm. because she's there cussing on the phone all the time and then you're you're bring you're involving your child mm-hmm. with the situation with the father grown people business that's another thing too that has to stop is that's stop involving your children with grown people business i'm tired of seeing that shit yeah. because it's 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 putting that on the children. Now the children are acting these ways and they're acting out. And yeah. it's like, why are these children acting out this way? Mm. They wouldn't do it unless they seen somebody else do oh, yeah. it. Facts. My nephew, I have a nephew and niece. He wouldn't do anything unless he's seen his sister yeah. or one of us do it. Because yeah. that's how he learns. They imitate, right? That's and how he knows. That's how he with each other. Yeah. Exactly. That's how he's going to learn to be a man by imitating us, by being around men. Mm. So we got to make sure that we are responsible with our actions we take with our children in the mm-hmm. future yeah so we know what to do and how we're gonna we know what to do with them in the future when they are growing and what they are going to be able to teach their kids because we're going to show them 
this is the right way to do it by actually showing them not saying hey bye by the way you better wash the dishes you better <laughs> do this no no no. Mm -hmm. you go up to this kitchen sink and let your child see you wash the yeah, dishes yeah. and let him say hey mom or hey dad what are you doing teach me what you're doing mm -hmm. and then that's how it starts to grow that relationship with the with the parents and the and the ch child Facts. so it's, it really does start from birth man i love i'm loving this i'm yeah. loving every bit of it and mm -hmm. I, I mean, i'm loving the fact that we're sitting down as as four grown black men having this conversation and i hope people that are tuning in from this could gain a lot of it and i know a lot of my listeners they they this is the shit that they love right it's mm -hmm. about um conversation that are, to a certain extent further us as people and then hopefully uh walking away and and you're one percent better my high school coach used to say if as a team if we're one percent better every day and it's 50 people mm. we're 50 people we're 50 percent better every day mm. as a team yeah. and then we when you you know compound the, that, like that that one. impact yeah. by the end of the year yeah. we're That's different so as a, as a team yeah. if everybody could just improve one percent we're that much better as, as, as a unit uh, and before I let you guys go um, one last thing I, I wanted to ask and this kind of uh, we could have kind of like uh, a rapid fire because I had a couple of questions but obviously we, we were talking about which I think was more, much more important topic yeah. anyways mm -hmm. but I want to bring it back because the reason why you're here you're here mm -hmm. to promote the movie mm -hmm. you guys are uh, this is what you guys are pushing to do and mm -hmm. I mean going forward past this podcast if there's anything that I could do and help mm -hmm. Uh, hit me up and then you know I mean we'll make it happen and you know I could show up for as much as I can uh, I did I do a movie uh, this was to come out on YouTube <laughs> okay big up big up no big no, up. no no this, that, <laughs> <laughs> no the movie the movie's not coming out the, the guy that I, it, uh, I mean this is another story for another yeah. day um, but in retrospect mm -hmm. five years from now Looking back at what we talk about today and everything that you're going, all the projects that you guys, have. if in a euphoric world, mm. what would you like that five years from now, ten years? What would you like it to look like? Uh, let's say having the company at a pedestal where we're able to create opportunities for people of color, mm -hmm. creating constant flow of diverse films, TV shows, projects, acting in post-production behind the scenes opportunities for as many people as possible mm -hmm. and not only just the film aspect but also with the blacks in power and stuff like that just trying to better the world through our talents through our abilities and you know through our belief that we can and we will we know that i believe that in the next 10 years we'll be in a position where we'll be able to elevate people and help as many people as we can we can't save everyone but the goal is to save as many people as we can while we're here Facts. and i feel like all of us we know that yeah you know that's what our path is supposed to be in whatever way it may be uh so i say 10 years from now we want to be in a better position where we're enlightened and we're able to enlighten others and whatever path it may be through film through sports through whatever it may be or yep. whatever may come that is the end goal no matter what so definitely because we look at it where we didn't get the opportunity yeah. i want to give a kid who has the same mentality the opportunity five ten years from now because i understand how it is so yeah uh that would probably you be the same for me say, as well said it all, to be i mean like we can say more selfish not only is he taking all the time for the movie now you're taking all the time i mean he's speaking for everybody and yeah, it's hard yeah, to speak yeah. for everybody 
Everybody wants one person doing it. Yeah. All you can do is speak for yourself. Not even that. I feel like it just we're so similar in ways that like yeah. we, we kind of have the same vision. Yeah. Like, that's how we're, so, that's we're, I mean, we're able to work together so long. Like, like, you, you know, know you know these things because we already know that's what it's yeah, going yeah. to be. Yeah. And all I would say is that you know, mm. all glory to God. Yeah, that's all I can tell you. Everything that happens in the next five years is We got to give God the truck. Give God thanks, Come on, because the next five years where I see myself, it's not going to be possible without Him being able to show me the vision. Mm-hmm. And be able to continually push angels to, uh, you know, to, to guide me yeah, yeah. Yeah. to the right path. Definitely, and to keep me on that path because mm-hmm. without those angels giving me those symbolisms, giving me messages that let me know that hey, you got to do this right, do that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be here right now, man. Hundred percent. So I hey, brought us here. That. You know, yeah. Yeah. look, yeah. We, look. You know, what I'm saying it's a connect, but also, you know, to add on that, amazing. like I feel like, um, like. It just to, to 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 build an enterprise, yo, and yeah. I feel like yep. like my main thing, I, I I learned how to understand money, like very early. Like money is a tool to use to help people who don't have it. Mm. Facts. Like and 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 I always I, I guess it's because I was brought up, and let me just say this, like just because we're saying a bunch of negative things about our parents, don't mean we didn't learn positive things. Because trust me, oh, yeah, we yeah, learned a lot of positive things from my parents, man. They're they're actually great role models. But mm. besides that, um. I've learned that it's 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 more than just me me me. Like yeah. I, I can't think like that. Like when I see people, I just can't think. Just me. Like I, I know that it's not just me and this planet. So I cannot be selfish. So I, I'm always looking to help. Yeah. Like I'm always I'm looking to always teach and always to, to, to even just to learn. Mm. I always got an open ear. So I feel like my main thing is to is to, to build myself up to the point where I got businesses. I got I got real estate. I got this. I got that. And I'm able to help other people who don't have it. I'm able to. Show them the way, cause mm. yo, and nobody got no, nobody show me shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You learn. Yeah, you learn. <laughs> nobody that. coming to me like, yo, yo, I got it. Nah, nah. Like you know what I mean. And if I do, I'm gonna be grateful and I'll be like, you know, I gotta return that favor. Andrew, you know what I mean. Like, and, and that's what we need to do as black people, man. Like, forget about all this small shit, this materialistic shit that, that don't mean nothing. Yeah, that don't mean nothing. Cause when I mean, we gone, what is that gonna do for us? Nothing. I'll you know tell you. I mean? I'll tell you one thing that. I know we're gonna be able to accomplish within the next five years because mm-hmm. it's only getting bigger right now with with us being a part of it too. Is that we're gonna create that black industry, that black pa- platform. We're gonna start seeing the black community grow a lot more within the next five years because mm-hmm. of the new generations coming up and new businesses. All we gotta do is start building these businesses together. And stop being selfish because you yes. can't be a CEO oh. without an employee. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Somebody's gonna have share. to work with somebody. Yeah. Exactly. And if we learned how to share like every other race does, you don't think we would be at the highest Bro, pinnacle be, that we could ever be. What we had before? Of course, what we had before. The reason why they call us niggas in the first the place is because it came from the term, what? Yeah. Knee guns. Because they knew that we all considered royalty. ourselves to be royalty. Yeah. And we right. treated each other like that. Why did that? I always noticed with the black race is mm. that, especially before things have changed to what it is now. Like, I always noticed growing up, like, black men and black women, they actually, the ones who cared about each other, they did treat each other like kings and queens. Mm, yeah. I remember always treating the, the women that I loved around me like queens. Mm-hmm. And I always remember being treated like a king, especially from the love for my mother. So I understood yeah. our love and relationship to be like that, but it's it's changed. Like, yeah. So, so, yeah. I, I, I know a lot of people that, um, another big thing, I know a lot of people don't have like their parents, a lot of people don't have yeah, a mom or a dad. It's like, yeah. I think I gotta just say, like, yeah, I'm grateful to even have Both a mom parents. and dad, you know what I mean? Like, yep. that is like, like, I see people who don't have it, and I'll be real, like, that's just sad. It, it is sad. It like, is. I see my cousin, I'm looking at that shit, I'm like, I'm like, it's beyond sad, especially like, my dad, and it's like, I kind of just want to be like, 
kind of not saved him because like he doesn't have that. Has or you're my dad. You got me. He, he don't Why have that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I kind of anytime I, I'm around somebody, I just I don't want to just talk about it because it's a touchy subject. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, a lot of people don't have their it's, mom or dad. Like, and I'm grateful. Right. You know what I mean? They're I think, right. I think as a, as a as a black community, we need to stick together. We need the mom and dad to stick together because that's the only way we'll elevate. Yeah. So anyway, that's and and that's what go ahead. Go when ahead, they man. say they say um, it takes a village to raise a child. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it's not one way. Like you, you can't teach a, a, a man to raise a woman. It's not going to happen. No. You can teach a woman to raise a man. It's not going to happen. It takes both. It takes everybody. It takes two to tango. You, it's not going to happen. And even no extend back past that, it takes everybody. It takes yes. an uncle. It, it yeah. takes yeah. a grandpa, See, grandma. It no, takes think everybody. About this. Back in the 60s and the 70s, it was the whole community that took care of each other. Mm. When you went to your grandmother's house or you went to your auntie's house yeah. the whole neighborhood yeah. knew you yeah. the whole yeah. neighborhood yeah. knew who you were and mm-hmm. who your family was so they knew to make sure to watch out for you yeah. and try to grow you in the right path but Much more like I said we've yeah. been divided yeah. Yeah. in yeah. more recent years more Post than we ever been why yeah. is it that relationships amongst black people used to be at 80% Every single black man and black woman to work together. Marriages. So now it's eighty percent of black women and black men yeah. forcing the marriages. Mm-hmm. So our relationships are like <laughs> people. Are but being, but yeah. I think. But also, yeah. uh, once again, I think we have to also be clear is that like just because we feel like it's happening to us doesn't mean it's not happening everywhere else. Everywhere. Of course. Now, yeah. So what you're saying is valid, but I also think like like we're the only ones that 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 are mope around a divorce like white people getting divorced yeah of course but they but to them like their 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 whole livelihood doesn't rely on it right because they actually understand white white people give each other grace and that's one thing we black people we miss we don't give each other grace like the grace they're like yo you're gonna fuck up cool yeah like you're gonna get divorced yeah cool you're gonna get like Mm -hmm. cool but all we do is if you fuck up what i'm gonna say Oh, I knew. I told yeah, this nigga don't yeah, do it. Yeah. You stole it, 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 instead of just yeah. be like, you know what? It's okay. That's bro. cool. Like yeah. you fucked that up. What you learned? Yeah. Oh, you, you know what? Let me use some of that. Like, yeah. and that's our biggest I, mishap. That, is that we don't have. Come on, I was straight. I never heard someone use the term grace to explain that because I'm like, but it makes so much sense. I'm like, wow. No, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That made the most sense. Listen, okay, it's, 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 healing is a powerful thing, yes, and I wish that up on everybody. Now, before we go, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna go around everybody. If you enjoyed this, and I'm sure you have, of go around, uh, drop your Instagram. How do people contact you? How could they follow you and, mm-hmm. and stay tuned for the movie to come out? I'm looking forward to it now, so I'm yeah. putting extra pressure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. You know what I mean? Pressure, but no pressure. Yeah, but now yeah. I'm gonna tune in. But uh, let's start with you, CJ. Yeah. Uh, main Instagram directed by CJ Maris. You can also follow our production studio, production company Marewood Studios, M A Y E R, Wood Studios. You already know what it is. And then Blacks in Power. If you want to see some activism, some changes coming real soon, Blacks in with two ends power. You already know what it is, and we coming to make a difference. That's all I gotta say. All right, all right. Main Instagram is Shaki S H A A C K I I E, and also follow the production company Instagram page, which is Mirrorwood Studios. And also, don't forget to follow Activated Podcast. Come on now, so you know exactly where to listen in. Great shows. You ain't never heard things like this before, man. They be talking over there. I don't be talking these things to nobody else like that, man. This guy brought it out of me, man. I love it. I love you. I was trying. I was trying to get as much as I possibly can. But thank you, Mrs. Davis. What's up? You can follow me on MD15Z, and also you can catch me on Marywood Studios. 
Mm. You'll see me there every now and then, you know, mm-hmm. preparing for a one-two flick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'll see yeah, there you know. <laughs> uh, and, and, and the last remark for me, because I just learned this and I want to pass it on to people, just remember, criticism without sympathy is just pure cruelty. Yep. Mm-hmm. So when you're criticizing people, mm-hmm. have some sympathy. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks again for tuning in. This is the Activated Podcast, and you've officially been activated. Peace. Hey.